We're continuing our study on the theme for serious believers, for people who really want to walk with God. If that's you, then welcome. If you're not quite there, that's okay. And maybe this will help you get there as we study God's Word. But one of the things that I've come to see is significantly important in the life of the believer is what we say, our words. I want to talk to you about the power of words. Words make a difference. The average man speaks about 15,000 words a day. The average woman speaks about 25 to 30,000 words a day. We spend 20% of our, our lives talking. Something like 13 years of our lives is, is talking. What we say every day would fill a 50-page book, and each year we could fill 132 books of 400 pages each with what we say. But relationships are built by what we say. Proverbs 18.21 expresses this, and this is kind of our theme verse for this message. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now that's powerful. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Words make a difference. Your words win friends or make enemies. Your words get you hired or fired. The words make you sick or healthy. Your words make you rich or poor. The works make you keep you married or divorced. The power of words who can estimate, who can evaluate, who can fully comprehend them. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Let's notice the difference that words make. The difference that words make. Proverbs 16:24 tells us pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. Now the opposite is also true. Unpleasant words produce destruction and death to the soul and to the bones. If you want a good marriage, guard your words. If you want to build lasting relationships, then recognize the power of your words. In the book of Proverbs, as much said about what we say. There are 150 references to the term, the mouth to the words to the lips. Proverbs 10, 11 11 tells us, the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Such a contrast is talking about the words that we speak. If we speak God's words, the words that he would want us to say, they're healing words, they're comforting words, they're a fountain of life, but other words can bring destruction. Proverbs 25:11 says like apples of gold in settings of silver is a word spoken in the right circumstance. Have you ever been in a situation where you you were you were really needed a word of encouragement and somebody came along and just said just the right thing that encouraged you or maybe or maybe you were going through a tough time of of sickness or sorrow somebody came along and, and just the words they say just just kind of, they just hit you at the right place at the right moment and made such a difference. Dan Fouts was a, a former quarterback, an outstanding one with the San Diego Chargers. And after we retired, jokingly, he said, all defensive linemen are sissies. Now, he was joking. He was, he was now announcer. Now, but he never would have said that while he was playing because he would, he would have been afraid of the consequences of those linemen who had been called sissies. And 350-pound defensive linemen would sack him and crush him. Talk is not cheap. It would cost something, and he knew it. Someone said that the seven most expensive words in the English language are, I now pronounce you husband and wife. A pastor in California was visiting a member from his church in the hospital, the member had been in an accident and was in a coma. The doctor was in the room speaking to the wife 
and and the, the the doctor came in and I mean the doctor was there and he said your husband will never come out of this coma there's no hope for him when the doctor left the room the pastor went over and bent down by the face of the man and he said John you heard what the doctor said but John he is wrong you are going to make it you are going to get well you are going to come out of the coma as the spoke as the pastor spoke tears welled up in the eyes of the man and ran down his cheeks the man did come out of his coma, and he did get well. And he said the turning point in his recovery was the affirming words of the pastor. Never underestimate the power of words. They make a difference, for death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's why we should think before we speak. Proverbs thirteen three tells us the one who guards his mouth preserves his life. We should contemplate before we communicate. <clears throat> we should think carefully and plan what we're going to say in crucial situations in our relationships. We don't have to do that so much in just the normal relationships of life, but even then we should not just speak without thinking. We want to build our marriage. We want to guard our lives. We want to say the right things to the right people. We want to be a person who is considered uh, wise and godly and walks with God, then our words are important. The different the difference words of truth make. Let's look at that. Now the words make a difference, but words of truth make a greater difference. Ephesians four fifteen tells us, but speaking the truth in love, we are to speak the truth. We're to be honest and truthful. That's the only way we can build great relationships. You cannot build a marriage on deception or silence. Many will not speak the truth because they want to avoid conflict and to keep the peace at all costs by being is being dishonest in your relationship. Well, you say, I don't lie. I don't speak untruths. I just don't share my feelings or communicate my needs or tell about my hurts or share what's bothering me. Now, that's dishonesty of the worst kind, and I, it will destroy any relationship that you have. It produces resentment and bitterness and anger and hurt feelings and much more. Many would just not face their problems. If a problem is brought up between a husband and wife, for example, one of them refused to admit it's there and won't talk about it and won't deal with it, then there's not going to be any solution. It's like the story about the pink elephant in the room. Somebody said there's a pink elephant in the living room and everybody else in the room acts like it isn't there. They just tiptoe around it. The other person kept saying, what are we going to do about the pink elephant? But everyone else has acted as if there was no pink elephant. Before long, the elephant had destroyed all the furniture in the living room and soon destroyed the whole house. You see, the pink elephant wouldn't automatically go away, and neither would the needs or problems of our hurts go away. They're there. We've got to talk about them. We've got to deal with them. They will destroy us if we do not share them, if we do not deal with them. We have to open up. We have to speak the truth. But we must face the facts or face the death of our relationship. Intimacy is the result of honesty, and honesty always brings some kind of conflict. Now, I admit we don't like conflict, but if out of conflict and dealing with needs and hurts and problems, we learn to trust in each other and our intimacy can be developed and improved, then that makes a difference. You see, we can't play games in our relationships. We must care enough to confront Proverbs 28:23 says, "He who rebukes a man will afterward find more favor than he who flatters with the tongue." We can act like everything all right is all right when it isn't. We can be dying on the inside but never tell anybody. 
in a relationship when it, we can experience deep hurts and deep needs. But if nobody ever knows how we're really feeling, that need can never be met. When Jackie and I first got married, she did not want to hurt me. So if I said or did something that hurt her, I could tell something was wrong, but she wouldn't tell me what it was. So finally, I just kept on talking until it would come out. Now, I might like to say sometimes maybe she wouldn't tell me because it is helpful to tell, but sometimes it hurts to speak the truth because I don't always like the truth. And so, so it is. But over the years, we developed that communication. You see, there can be no intimacy without honesty. Think about that today in your relationships. Be honest, but be truthful at the same time. And be careful what you say. Do it in love. We'll talk about that more tomorrow.